everybody, and welcome to the Macaw Podcast Universe. My name is Micah Macaw. My name is Jordan Macaw. We are married. Yes. And we created a podcast together. It's the only podcast in the world that talks about movies, and the specificity of it is we talk about film franchises. And we exist to prove people wrong when they say sequels are never better than the originals. That is true. And um, Jordan chose to cover this series called The Ring. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of putting that at your feet because you're the one who... You're the reason that we had to watch 2017's Rings. Yep, I'll take responsibility for it. This was a tough watch, folks. Yeah. And Micah, editor note, uh, you're not using the blanket again. How does it sound? I still haven't checked last week's episode. And listener note, we have a lovely... We're sitting next to a construction site again. This is like when we first moved into our house and we'd always have to say, hey, they're doing construction. Um, I haven't really been hearing it. Uh, as I was setting up, I was hearing a lot of kung, kung, oh, kung, okay. kung, kung. Okay. So um, we're going to see what happens. You we're going to hear, hear what happens. Oh my gosh, that's so poetic. Um, so we kicked it off with Gore Verbinski's The Ring. Then we watched uh, Hideo Takata's The Ring 2. And now we just finished watching F. Javier Gutierrez's Rings. Yep. So, um, tell me, what is your experience with this movie? Uh, last night when we watched it was my experience with this movie. Same with me. Wow. This seems, though, like the perfect, if you're a 12-year-old movie. 12-year-old? Like, if you were 12, you'd be like, whoa, that was freaky and crazy, you know? This movie was boring. It never ended. I think that it looked a lot better than the last movie. Like, leaps and bounds, it looked better. Okay, I'm going to push up against probably, that. But. Probably a lot. But I do think it looked better. There was some imagery that I thought was cooler in this one. It, it was about as scary as the last one, which was not scary at all. Yeah, same level of scares for sure. Yeah. And it was, yeah, just, it was so boring. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, not to spoil our rankings of these movies, but I, when we finished this, uh, I I just thought like, at least The Ring 2 had, like, some movie stars in it and TV stars, so it was kind of like, at least I'm watching, like, oh, I saw a Naomi Watts movie or, you know, Simon Baker's in this, so, like, that's interesting. The Mentalist, I think, is how he refers to Yes, or I like to call him the guy who's always looking for Red John. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, it's like the the people who are in this, maybe they're really big in, like, a TV show or something like that. But they're not big in my circle, and I I did not enjoy watching them act. Yeah. And so that alone was kind of like, okay, this just isn't as... Not that movies... I, I love plenty of movies where there's unknowns, or they were unknown at the time. But there was just something about this where it's like, oh, teen hallmarky drama CW is how this yeah. movie felt. Yeah. Um, the CW is the perfect, actually, thing. It, it yeah. felt like a CW movie in all the negative ways. Um, if you think of her throwing shade to CW, this is pretty good. What? If you're classifying this as CW, yeah, and you're saying it's really bad, I think I think this would be a good CW movie slash show. Oh, oh, okay, all right. <clears throat> and by good doesn't mean I would like it. Oh, I okay. I I had to you had to take me there, yeah. but I figured it out. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, let me talk about how it was made. Please. 
Yeah, so we I already told you that we have F Javier Gutierrez. I'd like to keep this episode to a tight 30. I think we can do it. We could do it. Should we just have a random 30-minute episode in our podcast series? <laughs> I, hey, give us a break. I don't care. Just go through this and see what happens. I think we might. Okay, let's see if we can do it. Um, Before the Fall is a movie he made also, and it's a Spanish thriller. This is his first English movie. Okay. American, but yeah. What? English movie. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, the screenplay is by David Locke. Nothing I recognize. Jacob Estes. Nothing I recognize. Akiva Goldsman, who we've talked about on Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, and also wrote I Am Le- I Am Legend, Cinderella Man, A Beautiful Mind. Wow. He kind of does it all. Uh, the story is by David and Jacob. It's based on Spiral. This gets a credit of based on Spiral, which is the second book in the. Hmm ring books okay and the second movie they made at before making ring two okay um but i read about it and it doesn't seem that similar so yeah i, I don't know why they're i don't know maybe the first round it was and then it went through yeah. it i don't know it's kind of weird uh cinematography is by sharon mier he has done whiplash and coach carter and then the music is by matthew march carter yeah samuel jackson basketball I think that's the one where they like lock the gym and he's got to go in there and unlock it and be like, we're no, we're going to play basketball or something like that. Yeah. Um, come on. We're keeping it to a tight 30. We can't, we can't, uh, have any divergences from this. Uh, are you ready for the music? Coach Carter. (laughs) Oh yeah. I like this movie. I mean, pretty much any sports movie, especially basketball. That was my jam. Well, yeah, I remember liking it. I have no idea if it holds up at all, but. A controversy surrounds high school basketball coach Ken Carter after he benches his entire team for breaking their academic contract with him. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Um, all right. So the music is by Matthew Margeson, and he is featured in our much maligned and very controversial episode from, I believe, uh, june of last year kick ass too so if you want to hear that you have to sign up for patreon patreon.com slash mike mccaw and this year we're covering legacy sequels you gotta sign up do a trial see if you like it three dollars a month this movie comes out february 3rd 2017 25 million dollar budget okay domestically makes 27 worldwide makes 82 profit Mm. but uh not not a hit not enough for them to as one of the producers said, maybe we'll make one of these a year. That, oh, that didn't no really one's work asking out. for that. <laughs> um, and this was originally titled Ring, The Ring 3D. Sorry, let me say that again. It was originally titled The Ring 3D. Um, and Gutierrez came on after leaving the Crow remake. And um, as far They're as... They're never making that, huh? I feel like that's always in development. Uh, yeah, did they ever come out with well, a crow Well, apparently, movie? like, Bill Skarsgård's supposed to be the crow or something. Oh, man. I, but it's I, like, I, I, like, every once in a while see a poster, and I'm sure it's just fan-related, yeah. but it's like, are they ever doing this? Because now I feel like because it's of... cursed, the, right? Because of the other movie, that it is cursed, and people are like, oh, man, I think they're actually doing it this time. Everyone pay attention to the production. Yeah. But maybe it was never in production. Right. I don't know. Well, anyway, he left that project, came on to this project, and... um. And then this movie was not released in 3D. So I guess that was just an idea they had. Okay. Although it does seem like the perfect cat, like 
if there was a scene in this movie, oh, I mean, com- yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. comes out of a TV. Yeah. This is actually like why probably have- had some cool ideas. Yeah. Um, and then I just have this one more note. So I was like, because both in the Ring Two and Rings, we were like, yeah, these are okay concepts, but it's it's all predicated upon you have to copy the tape and get someone to watch it, which they didn't do in the first. Well, movie. here's what I was wondering. Well, I I, fa- I found out. Well, let me say it. Okay. In the first one, she does make a copy, and Aiden watches it. Uh huh. Is that why we're all thinking that in these next movies? No. Uh, oh, okay. But you're you're close. Um. So I had forgotten this. This is just a quote from the Wikipedia plot summary. I just went to the end, and it says Rachel saves Aiden by having him make another copy to show someone else. Aiden asks what will happen to the person who watches the copy, to which Rachel does not answer. Okay. Okay. Sure. So. Got it. I think I just kind of glazed over that detail, Same. which fixes like a lot of the issues I had in Ring Two and this movie. And this movie, yes, uh, it kind of like makes them work. It's just me kind of missing mm-hmm. that because I think really what he says is he. I think he says, "So what's gonna or it's just gonna keep happening, going yeah. or something like yeah. that," and she doesn't answer. Yeah, which is insane. To me, it insinuated, like, well, now there's just another tape out there. Not, yeah, I same. have to get someone to watch it. Now, Micah, the last episode, you said that if this movie does not have anything about growing viral, it's not okay. Yes. And you won't be okay with it. It did do that. It so did So you have sort to be okay that. with this movie. You don't have to like it, but you have to be okay with it. Yeah, I... So here's... I mean, we are going tight under 30. Here we go. Under 30 now? This is you said into- a tight 30. But okay. a tight 30 is under 30. Okay. <laughs> um, here's the deal. This movie ends where it should have began. This is this is my pitch. I don't have the exact like answers to this, but the last two movies have spent so much time with um Sin- Sin- Sonoma? Saroma? Samara. 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 <laughs> Samara. No. They've spent so much time with her. There's a lot of backstory. And this movie Too much backstory. just kind of like doubles down on that. Well, this movie really pressed upon me that there is no point to ever have a sequel because <laughs> there's nothing else to explore. Yes, exactly. So I think get rid of that angle. And, and I, I'm kind of shoot. I was thinking about this today. I didn't come up with like a fix. I'm not trying. I'm not, I haven't been hired to write this movie, but my idea is this movie starts with like, this clip is on YouTube and everybody's dying and stuff. And then you go from like the consequences of that and and it's not let's try and find maybe maybe i'm spitballing maybe it's not like we try and find the girl but it's like who uploaded this to the internet yeah or like we're trying to find sure like, i like that or, and it, it does really feel like a virus like like a yeah not a computer virus but a disease which is kind of what sounds like the books are kind of like okay it's like a disease okay sounded a little weird in the book so i don't know but I, I just think that would be more interesting and, and more, like, has something to say. I don't, I don't feel like this movie really has anything to no, say. No, it's, it's got nothing to say. I like that idea a lot. Or, or another idea I had, which would be different, which reminded me of the cutscenes from The Ring, would be if you did have, like, a righteous, quote, righteous person that was finding, like, serial killers and showing them the tape mm-hmm. to get them to get killed. Mm-hmm. And that would be interesting. And then the movie's like trying to find out who is this person that keeps giving tapes to all these people who are keep dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's through the the perspective of an investigator. Yeah, or, yeah. 
And then that made me think, I have two great ideas already. Like, I think there actually is a lot you could do with this, but the the angle of continuing to just explore the backstory is exhausted. So it you is. need to it do, It was exhausted like, in the first movie, because it was done well. Yeah. Because in the next movie, they're like, we got to talk about water a lot. And antlers. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. So that's what I kind of think they should do. And and I almost feel like this movie, since it's about, like, watching something, like, you have an opportunity to do a, a not meta, but but a, but a series of, if you wanted to make a series, you, you have an opportunity to make movies that are that are scream adjacent but not as comedic and i don't know exactly what that means but again like if if you're talking about the internet and you're talking about distributing it that way to have it be about something exactly this is what i'm surprised neither not surprised but i feel like either of the next two movies should have covered it why is it a v like what what's why is it a tape Uh why is it something you have to watch on a tv screen well and i know yeah the first movie we, we see that she was held in an institution and was videotaped on these, like, like on these interviews that she had. Right. So I think it kind of goes into that, but all like, I, and I'm not even saying it's necessarily a good idea. Yeah. But there's really no one-to-one of why it's a videotape. Yeah. Or why it's a video. I just thought it was like, cause she's trapped in that room with the, with the. Yeah. You TV. could do that. And then, and then, yeah, like they record her on video. I, I, and again, I don't even think it's really a good idea when I think about it, even a tiny bit deeply. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty bored even talking about it right now. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is I gave you two great ideas. Hollywood, give me a call. I got the perfect guys to cast um, for it. I'm just kidding. I, I don't know who I would cast. Probably Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Okay. And they're investigating this serial killer who's going this is around the sequel this. sequel to Seven. Oh, wait. They already made Seven. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so it's Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara, and they're that trying hasn't to... hasn't been done yet. <laughs> Just only name uh, David Fincher movies. Jake, John... Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake and... <laughs> Johnson and Robert Downey Jr. Um, but yeah, tell me who's in it. Okay. I-, I kind of already said my summary on this movie and the series. <laughs> so Matilda Ann Ingrid Letts plays Julia, our leading lady. She's in Revenge, Reptile, <gasps> Final Cut, so on and so forth. Alex Rowe, uh, who plays Holt. Oh, look, at he's on some kind of freeform show. So that about answers that. And he's in the Billy the Kid <laughs> show. He's in the show Siren um, and The Fifth Wave. The only Billy the I Kid guess. I want to see is from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> John Galecki or Johnny Galecki. Yeah. He's Big Bang. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He's also in that and Roseanne and more. Now, I didn't necessarily think he was bad, but I thought he was miscast. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, what a cool guy, though. Mm. It, ju- it just felt a little like, hey, I was in Big Bang Theory, but now I'm cool. Now I'm using my time in between seasons to film a small part in this dumb movie. Yeah. Bad call. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, yeah. Um, he plays Burke or the priest. Yeah. He is in Full Metal Jacket, Ed Wood, The Cell, Men in Black. Um, he's currently Wilson Fisk. Yes, he in is. In the Marvel Universe. Pretty good iteration. I like it. 
Uh, Law and Order SVU. Is he? Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the star along with uh, um, Dr. Leo Marvin's daughter from What About Bob? They're the two stars of Law and oh. Order SVU. I don't know if they're both still on the show, but. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. The, especially heinous crimes go to the special victims unit, of course. Well, of course. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway. Uh I, I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the movie. Let's hit the plot. Okay. Um, here's, here's, this movie's not all bad because there's three things that it does that I have to admit were very, very cool. The first part of the movie? The first part of this where it's the Paramount logo and it mm. zooms out and you are on a plane and someone's watching it on a plane. To which you out loud said, wow, <laughs> you were very excited. And I stood up and applaud. I think I did a 10-minute standing O. Yep, she was at a film festival. Yeah. And she was required to I do I just so. wanted to know what it would be like to do that. Uh-huh. Impractical. <laughs> Jokers. Oh, okay. Um, I kind of thought, I, I thought maybe that everyone's TV screens were going to turn on with the video. And then it's like, what happens after that? Which they did. At so the, the end whole, of this scene. Did the whole plane crash? I know, but not exactly that way. Yeah. Did the plane crash? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but this is th- this was cool. because I when, liked it. When it started out, I was kind of like, oh, brother, a little bit. But then when she comes out of, like, the navigational system of the plane, mm-hmm. I thought it looked cool. Mm-hmm. And then everyone sees the thing. And it's, it's kind of like, I, I felt like, to me they didn't really pay this off, but it felt like, Oh, this is different now because when she attacks one person, she can attack like everybody. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the other movies, it's like, it's only the people who've watched the tape, but it was like, at this point she's forcing people to watch the tape. Mm -hmm. You could have done something with that. Is that because it was uploaded? Do you think to the internet? I don't think that they were smart enough to go that far, but I could see that being it. But I don't think it's been uploaded. Oh my gosh. What if she was uploaded into the matrix? Do you understand the ramifications of that? (laughs) No, it hasn't been uploaded yet because then we find out yeah. at the garage sale yeah. that the tape's there. It's a cool opening scene, though. It's a cool opening scene that's not thought through enough. It got me kind of... I was like, great, let's watch this movie. And yeah. I was pretty surprised. I had to tell Micah to shut up a few times, and it's usually him telling me to shut up. It's but true. guy would not stop yapping. I know. I, you, you said... Um, I said, you have to stop talking. I can't believe I'm the one saying this. Yeah, and you said, have we switched places? Because I gave up on this movie so fast. You gave up on this movie before we started watching it, Micah. Let's be honest. I did. And that's usually my role in the relationship. I knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. When I saw 1.9 on Letterboxd, I knew we were in for a tough movie. Yeah. Well, after that first scene, I was like, maybe this has got a pretty interesting concept, but it's not going to be a good movie. Yeah. But, but, it didn't. but it never lived up to that one no. scene. But then we see Holt and Julia in bed, and they're talking about Orpheus Yeah, for a while. And I'm just like, that's when I was like, I'm out. Oh, yeah. This it is so, so dumb. It was so bad. And it was like such softly lit, very white yeah. room. Um, they're both very chaste while being in bed together, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, he's going off to college. She's staying home. And as... They have a long-distance relationship. He's been kind of drifting apart, and she can't get a hold of him anymore. Yeah. So she's trying to get a hold of him, can't, thinks that maybe something bad is happening, and goes to college Mm -hmm. to try and find him. And that's when she comes across um, Big Bang Theory, 
Yeah. Um, Russ, we call him. Is of, that his Because of uh, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you know his name in the show. That's why. No, well, yes, I of course I know his name in the show. It is. I'm not going to stall to help you. No, no, no. I, no, I know the name of the show. I'm just trying to build yeah, a little give tension. Me a, give me a guess. Um, give me a hint. Oh. I bet I could get it. Um, well, his first name is the, the name of a lead character in a movie we recently watched. Like yesterday? Like this last in the last seven days, Leonard. Yep. Oh yeah, that is it. <laughs> and then of course his last name, as we all know, let's say it together, is Hofstadter. <laughs> Leonard Hofstadter. You know, it, it, he's a little harder to to remember because he doesn't have a spinoff show that's about him as a child. That's a drama, I think. But Sheldon. it's also funny. It's got a lot of heart. Yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> So she basically stumbles. Crap, now we're not going to make it under a half hour. Stumbles upon that Big Bang Theory has like, oh, actually, I do think when he was trying to repair the VCR and he ends up watching the video. Yeah. I thought that sequence was cool. That was really cool, actually. I thought the effects looked pretty good. When he looks outside and, and he it turned into a TV fly screen. And the fly goes through the window and then all the rain's going up. It looked cool. And then it turned into the, the well yeah, area. It uh, looked cool. That was cool. I yeah. was kind of like, okay. Yeah. I don't think this movie looks as good as Ring 2. That's I'm gonna crazy to you. me. That's good. The, the Ring 2 kind of looks like a TV movie. It does. Uh, it does. And I, I, I get what you're saying, but I just felt like, and I got to give extra points, I feel like the Ring 2 ha- looked like someone actually directed it. This looks like an algorithm directed it. That's how I it would agree with that. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's like, it's just a studio guy yeah. setting up a camera. Sure. That's how it felt. Sure. Whereas Ring 2 had some moments where it's like, there's flavor here. A little bit. Yeah. Like a sprinkle of salt. There was a little like cayenne, but maybe in the wrong spot. Oh my spots. gosh, no, not even, not even close. That's all I'm saying. But, um, but yeah, so she stumbles upon, he's got like, he's, he's uploaded the video and... They basically they're like networking. They're like making people watch. They're making a copy, making people watch it. But it's like he has some kind of theory that this can prove the existence of a soul. Yeah, and that made no effing sense. Well, and it's too bad because again, this idea that there's almost like a kingpin of crime. I don't know. We'll call him Wilson Fisk, for example. Like he has like all of these people and he's showing them the tape and he's trying to prevent people from dying. And it's like this network of people. That's kind of interesting. Why would you use Wilson Fisk as an example? <laughs> because Vincent did not. Oh, okay. I just don't know anything about the character. So I don't know if that would work <laughs> no, or not. No, oh, okay. not really. Um, well, maybe not even crime. It's like maybe this character has so much guilt that he like had someone die that he's now trying to track down people and help them. But but it's obviously it's like a virus. This is what you think should happen. Yeah, I, I'm okay. saying like this idea of there being like a secret society of people who've watched the tape is kind of interesting. Yeah, but it's not a secret society. Uh, no, no. Yeah, I mean it kind of is because you have to have a special elevator key. Well, also they're not like telling people what they're watching. They yeah. don't know what they're getting into. But for him to be like, I'm researching it. But I'm a cool professor. That doesn't make sense, though. I just didn't get it. And part of it was because you wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> so I don't, I just kind of missed it, I think. And I, you know, lack of care. No, um, I mean, he says something like, when the soul leaves the body, it has to find someplace. And this could prove the existence of a soul. How? That's kind of what he says. By the girl? Like, Samara is trying to do that? Yeah. 
And that's his like proof, I guess. Get the F out of here with that. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. But but what if it was like jig the jigsaw killer, but he makes people watch the tapes? How does that make it any better? Because it's it, you know, it's jigsaw and he's making people watch the tapes. So our main character girl, Julia, is yeah. still like, I don't get any of this, follows this girl out who she had seen on the video screen, uh, uh, Skype, which was trying to Skype her boyfriend. Uh-huh. And the girl's like, oh, come with me. I can help you. You just have to watch something first. So she's going to try to get her to watch it. Um, and she, he's running out of time. Basically, Julia locks herself in the bathroom and that's too late for the girl. This was also a cool sequence. Yeah. When Samara comes out of the TV. Oh, did what, did yeah. what you wanted to do. The, the TV lands on its face. Yeah. Uh, flat on the ground. And I was like, do it. Please do. I'm saying this out loud. I'm saying, please do it. And she has to crawl out of the TV, like from up out of the ground. Yeah. It looks cool. That was cool. Yeah. Those, so there are a couple cool things. We've now covered the three cool things in this movie. Paramount logo, plane, and that. Yep. I think that is actually true. So kills her. And then, um, Julia gets out, finds her boyfriend, and then and then she watches the video. See, and here's another thing. So this movie's going along, and they have an opportunity, again, to do something interesting. What if your main character, you're, you're basically just remaking the first movie because she has to do the same things, like figure out this whole, why am I forgetting the name? Samara. Samara thing. What if this time she never watches the tape, but then halfway through the movie, well, I think a third through the movie because it went on forever after this. She's like, I have to watch the tape too. And I was like, it'd be kind of interesting if you didn't. Yeah. And you're just trying to help your boyfriend. Yeah. But they throw that she away. She seems pretty on board with what's happening. Yeah. She doesn't, but, but yeah, so she watches the tape and I don't, I didn't get this either, but for some reason she saw extra stuff like Samara just showed her extra stuff yeah um so her file when she copies it it's too big is is bigger and so they see that there's new frames again that's interesting it's interesting but i don't understand why she's special however i i mean i do kind of understand it because later on when she's at vincent d'onofrio's he's like you're not you're not the first person to come here thinking that like that's had visions and things uh-huh. I need to go on this quest to figure this out. So like, obviously Samira is like communicating with select people. Yeah. I just think it was lame. Oh yeah. It didn't make sense. I thought the imagery was cool. Yeah. It like was, the new stuff. Good new footage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, none, none of it is as creepy as the first time you yeah. see it. Uh, but, um, and it, it did make more sense than the last movie. Some yeah, the it. last one I'm still a little confused. Don't at. get it at all. I mean, but this movie I'm I'm also can this movie made me do that thing that sometimes happens when when you're watching like a Marvel that's happening before like one of the others or something where you go like, wait, how does this take place? Yeah, like, and like most of the time I didn't know if this was about her mom or Samara. And I think it was kind of about both. Yeah. Because just to jump forward because we're doing a tight thirty. Yeah. Um she finds out <laughs> we better cruise she finds out that the mom was like a prisoner of the priest uh-huh. kept underground under the church and he impregnated her and she escaped when she was eight and a half months pregnant and that's when she goes to the convent has the baby blah 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 yeah okay 
And then we find out the priest is Vincent D'Onofrio. And he's like, now, and then he's going to try and kidnap Julia. I mean, obviously she figured it out. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it. I don't like it. No, no. It, again, it's just like, it's, it, I think the Samara stuff has been explored. So I, I don't, yeah. there's nothing really else and to I do And I like the mystery. It. I like things. I like that it was left unexplained. Yeah. Of where she came from, why she's evil. Yeah. And, and if they felt like, you know, obviously they're like, well, we got to explain all of that. And it's like, I don't like how you did it. I didn't like the idea. Yeah. It wasn't good. So. Yeah. I mean, but basically they had to find her body, which was in his house and like actually burn it, burn the bones to like yeah. release her soul, which didn't do it, which didn't work. Well, I mean, it worked, but it didn't do what they thought it would like the first movie. Did it end with the, it living on? Well, she is oh, like right. rebirthed in her, in her. Yeah. So it's like she's finding a new vessel and then the email sends it to everyone. And then it's like, that's where the movie should start. Yeah. Everybody see, has the video now and everybody's dying. Yeah. It's a post-apocalyptic world full of wells. <laughs> I don't know. It's just such a total biff. Yeah. It's so boring. It's so boring. Is it okay that we did do this under a half hour? It. I don't have anything to say about it. I mean, we spent more time on Hannibal Rising, which is I a know. much worse movie. I know. But, but you know what? Before we had a baby, we have a we have a child now, and she's waking up from her her little nap. She did a tight thirty. She did a tight thirty. You know what? We did it, folks. And if you want to listen to more, go to Patreon.com. Next week we'll be back with Lethal Weapon. This was a one time. And if thing, this though. is your first episode, sorry, but look through past episodes and see that they're never this short. Yeah, this is a one time special event. This mm-hmm. is a one night fathom event. Mm-hmm. Okay, we did it. And trust me, no one else is listening by this point. So. <laughs> Adios. I gotta go. <laughs>